Y'all thought y'all wasn't gonna get that Kendrick and that LOX smoke, huh? Yeah. Y'all thought y'all wasn't gonna get that Lock and Kendrick smoke? That Styles yeah. P, that J, yeah. that Kendrick? Kendrick? Oh, y'all think it's games being played around here, huh? Well, they not. What is in there? The damage that we do is severe. The reinvention of the fresh brand new every year. What is going on, world? It is just boy, your main man, Johnny Dubs. And I'm here with my boys. This is the... Nah, I ain't too cold facials today. <laughs> it's the Coles Clooney fancy show. One man band, man. One man band. The other guys, the other Coles taking the day off. That's cool. I got your info. I got you. One Coles is good enough? One Coles is good enough, man. It's like Seth Rollins. I'm tired of chipping myself. Got both belts for my night. My man. But yes, this is the Two Coles Fantasy Show. I'm here with Coles Clooney. And uh, real quickly on the docket, we got uh, some fantasy pick six. We're going to go through some six games and give you a fantasy perspective on them. Uh, we got our persons of interest. Not necessarily a go-getter, but people that you should look at maybe to acquire, you know, with the trade deadline coming up. You know, just, just people, you know, based upon strength of schedule, people that you should look to uh, possibly acquire. Uh, we also got our best of the week, and this week we're going to give our top five, since we're down one man. So we're going to give a top five as opposed to a top three by positions to preview a week 10 and tell you about our best of the week. And we're going to end it off with our take us home point. Coles is going to talk a little playoff strategy. Like I said, the uh, deadline is coming up. Playoff starting week 13. That's in three weeks. So, you know, everybody better be on your P's and Q's. Like, you know, to get your, get your strategies in order. So, uh, Coles, what up, man? Let's start it off with a uh, pick six. And uh, start over with the Thursday nighter. You got the Panthers and the Steelers, my boys. Panthers and Steelers. Uh, this should be a probably the first good game in a while we got on Thursday night. Um, a lot of playoff implications. Excuse me, fantasy implications in this game. Of course, you got a uh, big Cam Newton, who who fantasy wise is money every week because you know he's gonna, he's gonna steal. CMC's uh, touchdown every week, at least two of them. So you got, you know you know you're getting the rushing from from Cam that that makes him elite QB for fantasy. Then you got CMC who who is a conundrum in itself. You know CMC and PPR is very effective, but you know standard because Cam do likes to likes to disguise himself as a running back on the goal line. Because of that, that's a very big stop hating. That's a very on big, Cam. It's not hating. It's stop hating. On it's hating on CMC. It'll subtle hate. It's hating on CMC. It's like he's the only quarterback. He's the only quarterback that continuously fakes the hand for his running back. It takes it himself. He's a running quarterback though. I mean, how about and how about has, you let your running back score more? I mean, it's not to see. It's not even about him letting his running back score. It's about putting his team in the best position to score. So CMC can't do that. It's not. It's not about him. I mean, sometimes he puts CMC in the best position to score. So it's a trade-off. It's not even a play. How do you know? Because it's, it's, it's not it's an option. Pass option. How do you know it's not so a why the option always him? <laughs> why is the option never CMC? <laughs> it's an option play, but yet it's never CMC. And then you got the uh, question marks, the receivers for the Panthers. You know, Funchez has been playing very well recently. Um, DJ Moore is a player of interest. He's a guy that... When he's a part of Rivera's offensive schemes, he's very effective. Uh, two weeks ago, he was very effective. He had over over 100 yards from scrimmage. But uh, last week, it seemed like 
They didn't go to him as much. You know, Curtis Samuel, Mr. Brooklyn. The Brooklyn. He's he's uh, also in that same wave as DJ Moore, where when they do feature him, he's a weapon that they, they can use at their disposal. Um, of course, you have going um, Greg Olsen, who's just Mr. Reliable at tight end. He's, he's the only pass that Cam can, can consistently make. You know, he throws a line drive, the throws the ball over the TMC's head at least three times a game. But you know, that's, that's not, no, I don't want to hate on, on Cam. He's a very efficient, uh, fancy quarterback. On to the other side of the ball, we got the Steelers here. Big Ben at home with money. And you know, James Conner, number two in the league in, in rushing this year, also money. AB, money. Now, question what's happening with Juju? The last couple of weeks. Juju hasn't been his normal self. I mean, look at the numbers. Eh, he started off real strong, but now it's looking like he's more of a, or a low wide receiver two outside. Now, when the season first started, he was in the conversation of maybe making that jump in the top 20 play. Maybe a high wide receiver two with upside every week. He's getting tons of targets. But as the uh, Steelers have shown more trust in Connor, it's gone back to the AB show with Connor. And you know, Juju gets his targets uh, when he gets them. Let's look at his numbers the last couple of weeks. So last week is seven for, seven for seventy-eight. Eh, wide receiver two, number wide receiver three, low low receiver two. Uh, week before that, four for thirty-three. And week before that, seven. Uh, week before that was a bye. Week before that, was seven for one eleven. He hasn't scored over a month. That time he scored was week five against ATL. We had a uh, four for thirty four touchdown, nine points. Now he's still a top um, leader in the league in red zone targets. So you, you're still plugging him in your lineup every week. But to me, he's more of a flex play with upside rather than one of your top two receivers that you will use without question. Um. Next game, defense-wise, I wouldn't start either defense. Like This should be a good scoring game. And I have the Steelers winning this game. E. But I have my money after Cam Newton fails you. So the next game. Saints versus the Bengals. No A.J. Green. No, I'm going to start with the Bengals first. Because I think that's, that's the more interesting side of the ball here. Um, Aiden Dolan, I'm not starting him. This week, even though the Saints give up the most passing yards to uh, receivers and quarterbacks, I mean, it is Andy Dolan without any uh, without AJ Green. Now, the interesting here is Boyd. A lot of people think that with the targets shared, that AJ Green will be relinquishing while he's, while he's hurt for the next two weeks, that we see an uptick in Tyler Boyd's usage. I'm not so sure about that. I mean, I'm hearing words like he should be a wide receiver one, low-end wide receiver one moving forward to, until he returns. I'm not so sure about that. I have my reservations about that. I think Tyler Boyd been feasting on number two uh, corners all year. He's been feasting on the lack of attention he's getting because of guys like Mixon and AJ Green. And with more attention on him, yes, he'll get more targets, but targets aren't always great if they're not connecting. Now, a player that I am interested in, if he plays this week because he's coming out from injury, John Ross. Um, the fastest man alive, they call him. 
he has some some very intriguing upside if he plays. You know, someone that is a large target share that that was given up. So someone has to take over that. Um, I personally think the person that will, will see the most uptick in is Joe, Joe Mixon. I think they're going to pound it on the ground and try to win that way with defense and, and, and controlling the clock with the ball. But they're going to lose this game. Um, the Saints will win this game. Kamara, expect a big game from Kamara. I would say at least like a buck or two, two of them things. Michael Thomas should get one of them things. Interesting thing here. So, Des Bryant was signed today. People were running on the waiver line to get him. Eh. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't do, he didn't do it for me. He didn't do it for me. And the reason why he didn't do it for me because Michael Thomas and, and Kamara already have a high uh, usage rate on this team. And I don't see that changing. Um... Especially for Des Bryant. Now, Des Bryant is a guy that has red zone appeal, but he was already on the decline when it comes to separating, creating space separation. There's no separation league now. And I just, I don't see him as more, I don't see him anything more than maybe a five catch, 40 yards, hopefully get touchdown kind of player. Now, I do think that this game. Will probably be his best game. I mean, honestly, like this might be the field. Like, you know, a field goal moment. Drew Brees wants to get his new receiver in the end zone. All the good stuff. He's back. This game and the Dallas game, of course, the revenge game. So, if you have him, and if you need a flex spot, maybe you start on this week. I wouldn't personally, but you know, whatever. Uh, Drew Brees, he's a tricky one because you know. There are weeks like last week we had 41 points where things are great, but then there are weeks where the Saints decide to pound the rock, and that's when Kamara and, and Ingram take over, and they get two of them things each. And, you know, we look up at the scoreboard, and Drew Brees has 14 points. So, yeah, of course, you're starting him, but I'm just saying there are those weeks where the Saints get up big, where this could be one of those weeks, and they start running the ball. I would temper my expectations when it comes to Drew Brees. Our next game, Patriots versus the Titans. Let's start with the Patriots. That's the more, the more exciting team. We talk about sexy dames. We got Tom Brady versus a good defense. But I expect Tom Brady to do Tom Brady things. Um, you have Josh Gordon on Malcolm Butler, who gets burnt every single weekend, it seems like. I expect another, I expect another good game from Josh Gordon. He's had 100 yards two out of the last three games. I expect another good game from him. He's been, he's been a top 15 receiver last, uh, over the last month. I expect that to continue. Uh, the biggest person that's been balling, balling, James White. In the absence of Sonny Michelle, this man is absolutely balling. Um, Sonny Michelle has been practicing this week. That's something you have to look out for. He's been practicing. He, he could be come back this weekend. If he does, he should resume his uh, role at the lead back. But, you know, James White will not lose his role as a pass down. The person who loses the most value if Sonny Michelle comes back is Cordell Patterson, who's been filling in as a running back gadget guy. I don't say gadget guy. He's been, he's been running behind the, behind the tackles, actually. Doing a, a pretty good job. His best T.Y. Montgomery impression a couple years ago when uh when the Packers did the same thing with him, with T.Y., when they were down... 
of running back depth. Um, Gronk. I don't know why the fuck this shit, man. I had on team. I traded him earlier this year. He's been banged up all year, which is which he usually is. But you know, usually Tom Brady makes an effort to feature him in the offense. Uh, you know, Grunk had a, a pretty good game last week. He still hasn't scored in a while. He had a good game last week, though. He finally got some targets and uh, he finally got some yards to his name. Let's see. Look real quick at the uh, stats. I can find it. Who has Grunk in our league? Damn, why can't I find that? Let's see here. Grunk, 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 Grunk. Where are you? Grunk, Grunk, Grunk. I think. Is Castro out of him? Let's look here. No, he doesn't. Oh, here he is. On Castro's bench. So he had three. Actually, no, he didn't. He had three for 43 last week. Excuse me. That was two weeks ago. Against KC at three for 97. Yeah. So Grunk has only scored one touchdown all year. I mean. He obviously isn't the tight end you drafted, and the one good thing you can say is that the schedule lightens up towards the end. We have Miami, Pitt, and Buffalo. That's a pretty good playoff schedule for a guy drunk. You got to expect that. Even they hold him out this weekend, and he's questionable with a back and ankle, you got to think that the Patriots... Want to make sure that they have Grunk back when they really need him, which is down the stretch to make that playoff push. And if you know what, if you have Grunk and if you are a, a playoff team, and if you have rid through this injury played season with them, and you get to reap the rewards of sticking with them towards the end, he could be one of those guys that wins you a fantasy championship. Um, of course, you always have Edelman. You're plugging him in there. He's definitely the uh, glue guy on the offense for the Patriots, that, 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 the safety net that Tom Brady looks for. You know what I mean? And uh, Hogan, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm faded to Hogan until further notice. On to Titans. Oof. You know, their offense is looking better. Last week against the uh, Cowboys, this past Monday, uh, Corey Davis finally did something. He is not his fault. It's that bum Mariota who's, who's getting healthier. And as he gets healthier, the production for Corey Davis gets better. Now, also, Corey Davis has been straddled by a lot of tough matchups. He's had Jacksonville, he's had Buffalo, he's had the, uh, Dallas, which is a good corner, Baltimore, like tons of good corners who. Who are shut down? Who are shadow quarters? Now another guy that line who's a uh, schedule gets a little lighter. You got New England this week, which is a, a lighter defense. You got Indiana and Houston coming up in the Jets. So you know if he's a guy of of that intrigues me a little bit. As Marietta gets healthier and the schedule lightens up, he's a guy that maybe could use more. He's definitely a solid flex play this week. Against a weak secondary for the Patriots, that should I, I expect the Titans to be able to move the ball against them. Um, the only person that you're really starting with confidence on the page on the Titans, of course, is Deion Lewis, who every week not every excuse me not every week but whenever they do move the ball, he's one of the guys that you can count on to be featured in the offense. So last week against Dallas, he had 19 for 62, 62, 18 points. He had a bye. Before that, he had 13 for 91, 15 points. 
And like I said, when you get that stagnant Titans offense, oh, everyone out there looks bad. But the week that they do move the ball, you know one thing. Deion Lewis is being featured in the offense, and you can expect production from him. And that's about all you're using on Titans. You're not playing Mariota. You're not playing Corey Davis with confidence. And if you're not, you're definitely playing D. Henry. <laughs> so, Deion Lewis and Corey Davis are the only one that used to be a thought. And Corey Davis is only if... I mean, like I said, it's a, it's a weak secondary in Patriots. The schedule gets lighter. If you're going to, if you're going to use them, it's, it's now. It's now or never. It's, it's Patriots, Colts, and Houston next three weeks. Then you got Jaguars the fourth week. You're not using them as them. Um, on to our next game. Seahawks versus the Rams. See, let's, let's 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 look at the Seahawks here. Um, Carson recently banged up. Uh, big pickup this week with Mike Davis. Um, when when given the chance, he's been very productive in that role. I expect a good week for him. The Rams defense has definitely been shaky, baby, as of late. So I do, and as you know, typical Seahawks fashion. Uh, while Russell Wilson gets better as the season goes on. Typical season, typical Russell Wilson. <laughs> Never thought you were gonna say Westbrook. No, <laughs> Russell Wilson typically has, gets stronger as the year goes on, and with with him getting stronger, so does his weapons get stronger. Um, last week, Doug Baldwin had seven points, seventy-seven yards. Um, you got the three. All of them got the number eight, the eight in front of them, eighty-four, eighty-three, eighty-two. You got Lockett, Baldwin, and, and DJ. Now, I, I, I wish I could tell you who's the main receiver on the team. I can't. Tyler Lockett, I would say. I'll say Lockett. Lockett is the most explosive player. But I would say he's the number one simply. Well, <sighs> yeah, he never gets the catches, though. He only gets like three catches a game. He, but they usually, sometimes they are home run, home yeah, run catches. He's, yeah, he's like, and you know Russell Wilson. He's a big arm, big home run guy, kind of. So it's like the person who fares well, you know, throughout week, like weekly is Tyler Lockett. For the most part, within that, with that, at least in the receiving. Court. When you play Lockett, you get the hope for one of the bombs. Yeah, yeah, no, typically he's either gonna, yeah. he's either gonna give you three or thirteen. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Moore. The only guy that has somewhat of a medium floor is Baldwin. He's yeah. the only guy that weekly can give you five points, at least five points. Yeah. He, he I mean, I start him weekly, and honestly, I hope five points or more. Just give me five. Give me 50 yards, 70 yards, and I can deal with that. But that's clearly if your team is high-powered like his team is. So he can afford five points from a person like Doug Baldwin, who he's most likely throwing in your flex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, first of all, everyone everyone except for uh, Mike Davis is a flex player on – we're talking about receivers. Receivers and tight ends, all of them are flex yeah. players for, for Seattle. If you're starting any of these guys as your right receiver two or one, you're in trouble. <laughs> You're definitely trouble. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But all three of them are flex guys with possible upside. Lockett hasn't scored, I, think, I believe, in like a couple weeks now. We scored last week, two weeks last ago. Week, scored. Yeah. Like, like I say, yeah. Consistent. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's very touchdown dependent, as you can very, clearly see. Very. Because without those touchdowns, his numbers are 5, 6, 7, 5, 9, like 1. <laughs> it's pretty pedestrian numbers. But those touchdowns. Make him double digit and uh, what are he's like wide receiver. Uh, that's that, that's, that's, that's yeah, three. Yeah, that's three. Yeah, that's definitely three. I would say one thing. 
coming up. Excuse me, bring them back up. Yeah, my bad. This schedule gets lighter. Get the Rams this week, which has been struggling. Got Green Bay next week, which is huh, Green Bay. Carolina is, about, is the only defense that scares me here. We twelve, definitely. We thirteen. You got San Fran. We fourteen. I don't know what Minnesota's gonna show up. And in the playoffs, you got San Fran again and KC. So, like I said, Russell Wilson gets stronger as the season goes on, and second this is the die. and this is the time that. Doug Baldwin usually comes live in the second, second, in the second half of the season that Russell Wilson Doug Baldwin finally find the connection. Maybe starts this week. Maybe starts next week in San Fran. I would expect right now. I expect, I expect another pedestrian week from from uh from um. I, I expect an angry Rams to take to take to oh, handle yeah to handle Seahawks this week. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not expecting much, even though you can't get garbage time points from new guys. But I would say. You're if you're betting on any guys, look out for that San Fran game this week. That could be the bounce back game that you're looking for. Yeah, that might turn it around for some people yeah. that you're a little wary about. Um, onto the onto the Rams though. No, you're With starting a real fantasy. Yeah, last yeah. Year, like. <laughs> like I said, they lost last week to New Orleans. They're angry. I believe they're at home too. I believe right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at home. Mm-hmm. Same thing though with Jared Goff. The same thing with Drew Brees. Is it going to be one of the games where Jared Goff gets three touchdowns, or going to be a game where or Todd Gurley steals three on the ground. <laughs> I mean, you got you got to put in Todd Gurley for twenty five points probably every week. Just yeah. twenty five. Like last week was pretty like probably his most pedestrian game that we've seen all season. Thirteen. Thir- oh shit. Yeah, like I said, like and that's his lowest input since he still scored the first week. And he still scored, by the way. Like his, his, oh yeah, still he still got one. Literally, only has to score. No, he scored every single week. Uh, except uh, last, well, week eight and week one. Good receiving. He had a score. He oh. scored 27 points. Oh, yeah. No, he scored week one. And uh, he scored. Yeah, no, he scored every he week. He had a score. 27 points. Literally <laughs> scored every single week. Yeah. So, wow. like I said, you're putting, him in, you're putting him in. He's going to score against Seattle. You just hope that he doesn't give you that, that 40-point game. That you, just, you just hope he doesn't get that. Um, of course, you have the receivers. Cooper, Cooper Cup is back. He scored last week. You have which which limits Brandon Cook and Woods' production. All three of them, though, are guys that you expect a floor of seven, probably seven between seven and fifteen or more upside. So like I like you're starting all of them. You're starting all three receivers. You're starting your quarterback Jared Goff. You're starting Gurley and welcome back Cooper Cup. Yes, welcome back Cooper Cup. Welcome back. He had a pretty good game, fourteen points. If you if you started him, which I'm sure you did, if you I had did. him. You know, you, you 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 were happy with what he bounced back with. So, shout out to that man. And as you see in the first game back, Robert Woods, his first game back, what Robert was doing in the absence? Yeah, who? So, not, let, let, so let me ask you, being that Cooper Cup is back, who does that? Who is that going to affect more negatively, Brandon Cooks or Robert Woods? Like they, granted, like last week, pretty uh pretty big differential as far as I guess just yardage. I mean, Brandon Cooks pretty almost. They almost doubled him, got 40, 40 something more yards than Robert Woods. But we've seen in the absence, Cooks has, Woods has been that guy in, in Cup's absence. So it seems to me that when Cooper Cup is playing, that's a guy that when Goff is in trouble, looks for. This is Goff's Golden Tate, Cooper Cup. That's yes, he's a Golden Tate. So only difference is that he scores. <laughs> the only difference he scores is when he scores. <laughs> yeah. So. For the game that Cooper Cup scores, you gotta think that either Brandon Cooks or Woods is not gonna score. 
Now, one of them also could score. You have you have to think every week, two out of going to be good. You've got hope. And it seems that Cooper Cup is a guy that's always decent out of out of three of them. He seems like he's the most trusted uh, connection with Jared Goff. So every week, you, you got to assume that two out of three going to be good, one of them Cooper Cup. And you got to hope that you and you got to hope it's your week that you, at Brandon, if you have Brandon Cooks or Woods, that's going to be their week that's going to be good. That's what it seems like to me. Agreed. When Cooper Cup plays, you click on Cooper Cup, please, real quick. When he plays, it seems like he's, yeah, book him for 70 yards. Yeah. Like, book, just book him for production. Yeah, much. just production. Like, book him to do something. Because, I mean, look, we're looking at the first five weeks. Five for 52 and a touchdown. Six for 63. Four for 71 and a touchdown. Nine for 162 and two touchdowns. Six for 90 and a touchdown. He came back after the three weeks off. Five for eighty nine in the touchdown. So expect him to produce whenever he's on the field. So he's that's a confident start every week with the Cooper Cup. If there's Definitely. anything that I'm gonna say about him, um, anybody else to point out on this uh, Rams offense, fantasy so. wise? Because I mean, yeah, pretty much the three receivers book him, Todd Gurley book him, and Goff this week against the Seahawks. You could certainly book that. The next one we got. Cowboys at the Eagles. Cowboys coming off that Monday night loss versus the Titans. What are the Eagles coming off of? A bye? They had a bye last week? Uh, we did have a bye last week, yes. And this is a very interesting game. It's the first game with a new toy. Golden Tate. <laughs> I'm seeing the videos of uh, Wentz and Golden Tate. you seen Wentz invited Golden Tate's whole family to church with them. Like, apparently they like each other. Apparently they like each other. That's good. Now, it's good for Tate. I don't know. I don't know who's bad for yet. I don't know who's bad for yet. And we're going. This is the first game we're all going to see together. So, you know, two things going to happen. Golden Tate is either going to eat into Alvin Jeffrey and Ernst's production. He's definitely going to eat into Agua production. I was going to say I don't think he's eating into Ernst's production at all. Ernst and Wentz. That that that's a bro thing. So they that that bro thing is getting broken up. Now, if you're talking about the other receivers, clearly Aguilar. Yeah, he's his look for his production to drop. And I don't know. Like, I think because him and Alshon are different types of receivers, I don't think it's really gonna cut to Alshon. I think I think Alshon is I think Alshon still eats. I think Ertz still eats. Well something has to, something has to happen. Either <laughs> either they're gonna throw the ball now. Have to close. Yeah. Have to happen. Either they're gonna throw the ball now. It's gonna hurt the running game. Either either the three running backs are gonna uh, fall back in production, or one of the two, one of the three receivers that we just named is gonna fall back. So everyone can't eat. True, and they just did get Sproles back. Sproles is uh, eligible to play this week ten. So and you know he's a passing passing back, so catching back, so. Look I mean, for him to possibly cut into some targets from... That's Philly about to become the, the, the NFC fucking Rams over here. And <laughs> put up 40... NFC East Rams? Yeah. <laughs> put up 40 points a week. Like, that's the only way everyone, everyone can everyone eat. Everyone eats, yeah. Every, yeah absolutely. I don't see that happening. But I, right, I, I mean, it could happen, I guess. Like, Cowboys' True. defense isn't that great. It could happen, like... But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take on the more conservative side and say that they're going to throw the ball even more. I think the three running backs in the, in the I think the three running back committee in the Eagles is now even more a little scuttled, cloudier. Yeah, it's scuttled. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I want any of those guys now. Yeah, I think going to take might get pass happy with his new, with his new weapons, and we'll see how it looks. We'll see how it looks because you know 
I expect Eagles to win this game. So when they when they when they get up, they're gonna keep on the ball. They're gonna run the ball. Who's who? I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, yeah. I really don't know what to expect either. So we shall see. Come we on, shall see. Come Sunday. Um, Cowboys. Dallas? Cowboys. I mean, you got you got like what you see from uh, from uh, Amari Cooper. You got like you got you got like it. I don't. I mean, they're using him more. They're looking for him more. I okay okay so okay you're right for Amari Cooper owners. Yeah, you should be, be happy. happy. You should be happy because I'm surely when you drafted him, you're pissed. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure you. We're gonna take a look right now in our league. He was drafted third round, thirty third overall. It's gross. What did he do? What did he do before? Like, it's he got gross. He has scored almost almost a month. <laughs> last his last goal was literally week four versus Cleveland. Yeah, so the first game he plays in Tennessee, I mean against uh, with Dallas, he scores, and he got like I, I, I think I recall him getting at least. Four or five red zone targets, like so. You got like that. Dak is definitely looking for him. Yeah, yeah. He's clearly he's clearly Dak's number one. He's clearly the Dak's number one. Uh, you can go ahead and drop Gallup. You can go ahead and drop Beasley. <laughs> he's not even looking for them. I don't even know what tight end is. Oh, he certainly wasn't looking for Beasley. Beasley yeah. literally had zero targets. Like, no, nah, he had one. Oh, yeah, he was open the end zone. He overthrew him. Yeah. Look like he did his best cam prestation when he overthrew a wild receiver. Yeah, you're a hater. You see the hate? How long ago did we talk about the Panthers? I wasn't even here. Literally his best segment. literally his best cam impersonation. Like <laughs> overthrow the short white guy. You hear this E? <laughs> you hear the hate? Overthrow the wide open short white guy. It hasn't stopped since the group chat. <laughs> overthrow the short the hate is overflowing. <laughs> into the podcast, bro. The short, wide open white guy. Overthrows him. <laughs> Typical. But <laughs> This this should be good for Zeke with another, with another weapon on the, on the field. Yeah, opens up the running game. Yeah, clearly. you have to respect it a little bit more. You do. Now, Eagles has a good run defense. I don't expect Zeke to run crazy. Not in none of this. No, no, no. Spoon I mean, feeder. we had seven sixty one against Tennessee, and just these are two tough defenses you got coming up. Yeah. I don't, I think think I think uh, you should be looking at. Typical numbers versus uh, versus Tennessee. Short week for them. Yeah, I would say I would look for a typical production from Zeke this week and get ready for that big week against uh, ATL. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when you get the fork ready. Get the fork ready. Get the fork ready then. Because he after two weeks of of struggling, the two good defenses. Oh, he said yeah, he gonna bust out. He's already looking at ATL. <laughs> he's already looking at ATL. And old Dak, um, I don't think he's startable. And in ten personally, I don't think he's. I don't think he's ten. I don't think. I think just ten receivers better than ten quarterback better than yeah, him. Not even close to ten. Million. I don't think he's. I don't think he's starting twelve, 12 squad personally on a bye week. Shit, I'm, I'm picking Mullins over him. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. going with Nikki? I'm going Nikki. <laughs> I'm going Nikki. Oh, Nikki, you're so fast. <laughs> I'm going Nikki. I'm going Nikki. Damn, no, I mean, I, I, I would actually agree with that because, you know, just looking at the list here, there's certainly. There's there's five off bat that you're just gonna start. Maybe actually there's seven off bat. You're right. He's not, he's not even starting the twelve man league because I, I can. Li- I'm literally looking at ten names that it's like yeah I'm starting them over Dak like every week regardless of the matchup. Like, yeah. Like top four easily. Like then you go Ben. What's his high for this year, Dak? I'm gonna say a twenty something, twenty five. Oh, 31. 31 versus Jack- versus Jacksonville. Yes. Then, the surprise Jacksonville yeah, surprise, right? they just ran all over them. Like Jacksonville's not a formidable defense, but granted, Jacksonville they were missing a lot of stars. So besides Jacksonville, he scored twenty twice. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not. 
That's not it's not it. It's not, and the thing is, it's it's not even just due to turnovers because I mean he's only he only has five turnovers. He'll well, put a wall. Yeah, like <laughs> it's yeah. That's just because I'm looking more so at the yardage output. That that's awful. Like, awful. That's just awful. And in fantasy, that does not that doesn't produce points. And unfortunately, he's not Cam. He's a, he's a run. He doesn't run anymore. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, like, he had wheels his first year. When Cam does this, you can take it because you also see two running touchdowns. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, you next, you'll see something else. Unfortunately for Dak, he actually knows he's a quarterback. He hands it off to Zeke. <laughs> he doesn't run the, the option play. Just keep himself every play. More hate, <laughs> More He can't help himself. He can't help himself. <laughs> yeah, but uh, for Dak, yeah, I, I don't think he's startable. I... Mm. Mm. I would say to mm. kind of look for a, a similar pedestrian-like game yeah. against Philly that that he had last week versus Tennessee. Like, I got oh a short week. I got the Eagles with a big. Oh I yeah, no, I certainly have the Eagles with a big. I just don't look. Just if you own Dak and you have him and you plan on starting him, just look for alternatives. That I'm gonna I'm gonna urge you to look for alternatives. Nicky Mullins being one of them. Last time we saw Golden Tate versus Dallas, who was waving bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> hundred of the yards. <laughs> On Detroit. <laughs> I expect similar production against the Cowboys. You think we're gonna see another one? I think I think we're gonna wave? see another wave. He might get he might they might get him a dirty head. He's yeah, tired of looking at him, <laughs> waving at him. I, I would assume so. I would get tired of it. Tired of seeing his name on his on the back of his jersey. Yeah, right. I, was like, I gotta see you I gotta see you two more times again? Yeah. I gotta see you three they, times this year? I know they tight. I know nah, they, I they weren't looking forward. They weren't looking for that. <laughs> Alright, the last game of our pick six is the Monday nighter. We got the Giants. At the 49ers. Now, last week, before Mullins was inserted in this game, you would have thought this was a pushover game. But Certainly. This, this should be a good game. This should be a good game. I'm I pretty just, sure the NFL is happy that this game just, yeah. so, just ha- so happened to land on Monday night. I'm yeah. Pretty sure they're kind of relieved about that. Is this Mullins coming out party? Like, is this, is this an introduction to Mullins? Wait, actually, no, I can't say that because last time he played on Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, he's, maybe his name is Primetime Mullins. <laughs> maybe. Let, let me find out he's a primetime guy and prime him under the big lights. Because that game that we saw versus Oakland, like, it looked like he's been starting in this league for years. He, he looked comfortable. Like, he missed, he only missed six passes. Six incompletions he had all game. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> 2.0. First of all, first of all, now it's Mullins. Not Chris Mullins, Nick Mullins. This <laughs> guy. Not with that nickname. <laughs> We're not going with that. <laughs> Yo, God, this guy here. Good <laughs> to continue on with Sam Fred and their fans. But you know, because of Nick expectations. Because of Nick here, George Kittle is a player. He, he, He's he, a player. He already honestly, was a player prior to Nick, but honestly, besides Travis Kelsey and Ertz. Ertz? Yeah, besides Carson Ertz, I don't think I can think of another tight I want besides Kittle. Yeah, maybe like OJ Howard. Like, I mean, being, being simply again, a quarterback situation fits can actually complete. Maybe passes, OJ, you know, OJ OJ doesn't get the yard of this guy. He, yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely, absolutely. He's, he's the number one receiver. <laughs> George Kittle is the number one receiver. That's a fact, though. He's over here catching the ball with one hand over oh, here, yeah. between legs and shit, like. He's he's good. He's a good. He's a good. He's a good a tight player. End too, yeah, and, he, and he's he's very athletic. That's the thing. And we know, you know, the tight end position has transformed. They've gotten faster. They've gotten bigger. They've gotten more athletic. And he 
is a prime example of that. I mean, just look, just, just looking at the numbers, like shit, he got better receiving numbers than Amari Cooper this season, like, and that's a wide receiver on the outside. Like, yeah. this is a tight end on the on the line. Amari Cooper wish he was playing. <laughs> He wish he had a little more. Like I don't, I don't understand. But nah, George Kittle, especially going forward, is is certainly. I mean, he was already an every week starter, but now he's somebody I feel that you can feel that much more confident about because you're already confident. He's the second best tight end in fantasy, looking at the position ranking. So it's just somebody now that it's like I bet, like I know I'm gonna get points there. Like I'm normally get formidable points or at least formidable looks. Like at least you're gonna get the targets because Nick Mullins looks like he can actually find people. Yes. As opposed to CJ Bethard, like who's blind? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legally or illegally, who the hell knows? But I don't know who he was throwing to ever. But now nah, George Kittle certainly moving forward. But uh, that I don't know honestly outside of Kittle and maybe Breida. Well, there's not much fantasy expectations. Well, okay, Goodwin. The, with with. Mullins there, you definitely have production from receivers. Ew. Um Ew. Pierre Gasson showed up. Alive. He's alive. He showed up. <laughs> and if we're gonna say Mullins is here, exactly. someone besides Kittle has to, have to, have to, have to catch a ball. I don't now, think so. is that Rita? Now without with Mo, Mozart went down an ugly injury. Ugh. Get better soon, man. You were my fantasy team. I, I feel bad for not even starting you because that was the last game I had. But shout out to you, man. You you definitely did your thing. You definitely on people's radar for next year. At least, you at least on mine. So I, with, I know the names. With, with them going down, that once again opens the gate for the dead man himself, Matt Breida. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Questionable still played. The toughest SOB I know. Yo, that man be questionable down till Yo. game time. Like, down till two minutes left. Like... And then all of a sudden the injury designation comes off. And it's like, wait, what? You playing? The Every toughest. report will say, like, yo, he, he might not play. He's game time decision. I don't know about him. And then the game time starts, and it looks like that man was never hurt to begin with. Like, I hate him. If I got a notification that Matt Breida died today, I would still start him Sunday. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it. I'll just just like that Nevada senator that everybody voted for, who was dead. <laughs> dead about two weeks ago. But they still voted for him. And I think he still won a damn seat. The man is dead. Like, my brain's not dead. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely, <laughs> I would have to, I would have to physically go to the morgue, like Tommy and goes and identify the body. <laughs> That's still my play. If I saw Brady lying at like fifty, <laughs> I still might put my line. Like, know what? That ain't him. Yeah, that's something. Tell me, right? This ain't right. I, I think I saw a pulse. I don't know. He breathing? Oh, yeah. buff? Chest moving? Hey, yo, die. <laughs> he got that uh, Hollywood shit that makes you breathe. Your breathing stops, but yo. <laughs> But you're still alive. You're still alive. You're still alive. <laughs> like Kill Bill, he won't. He won't die. Literally, won't die. But um, so it's, just, it's going to be interesting to see who gets the ball this time between Breida and Morris. I still, I still have hope for Goodwin. I'm not starting him, but I still have hope against a bad Giants defense that someone besides Kittle will show up. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna be yet, but someone's gonna show up. Yeah, definitely can't call it. Now on to the Giants. Ugh. On to the Giants. Ugh. New Jersey Giants. New Jersey. Eli Manning. Um, bye week. I'm expecting a better game from you, kid. I'm expecting your second twenty point, your second, your third twenty point performance of the year on Monday Football. I'm expecting a big game for Mister Saquon Barkley against San Fran. Yeah. And I'm expecting a big game from Odell on Monday Football 
Prime time Odell? Well, Odell wants all those targets. He, was all he wants all those looks. He ain't having Monday night. No, he wants that. He ain't having a bad show on Monday night. He, if you thought, you thought you go. We see after we see after all year. Don't let him. Don't let him not get some targets on Monday night football. <laughs> you already know he's gonna have the special district supreme cleats on. Some he gonna have something to already have all eyes on him. So you already know it. That means the ball gonna have to be in his hands too. Once the one come come game time, come to start of the game. Last year he kicked the field he kicked the, the field goal net. <laughs> this year he might literally kick Eli Manning. Let's see your music. He might literally bring out Shawn Michaels a cameo. Just kick, kick this guy. <laughs> kick him real quick, please. Oh, but no, I definitely expect for Odell to have a good game, especially just looking at it like he's definitely had two solid back to back weeks of eight receptions and 130 yards plus. So. Mm-hmm. You know, that that in itself, you know, look for him, especially against a, a weak, a putrid San Fran defense. I, you know, I kind of look for him to just, uh, him and Saquon to really just run all over him. Yeah, I'm expecting the, do I dare say Giants win this game? Do I dare say that? Do I dare say that? I mean, here's, 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 this game, I feel it comes down to who do you trust a quarterback? Do you trust Mullins to get it done after the one week you saw? Or do you trust Eli to actually act like a quarter, act like a veteran quarterback and put a team that they're clearly superior than to rest? That's what it really comes down to. I expect Eli to hit the check down and let's say Carter to the rest. <laughs> <laughs> and every now and again, hit, hit Odell. Yeah, and I look for him to hit Odell with that five-yard slant and let him do the rest. Yeah, let him do the rest. <laughs> Hold on, yak come from Giants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. Look at the schedule here. I mean, I think I do see the Giants win this game, though, if, if you if you did want to make a prediction. I, th- I, I think they do pull this game out. On the road, in San Fran. You guys better pull this game out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't like, lose to Nick, the Big Dick Nick on Monday Night Football. <laughs> Don't lose to Nick on Monday Night Football. Don't do it. Because... <laughs> Where do you go from there? I mean, Where do you go from there? He's already been trending down and backwards. On a bye six. week. On a bye week. If you lose to a quarterback who literally played two games, this will be your second game. Yeah, yeah. It will be. Where do you go from here? Because then you got Tampa. Don't don't lose that game either. Don't don't lose San Francisco and Tampa. <laughs> two backups here. Don't right down here, down there, nah, Don't nah, lose nah, to nah, Nick nah. And, and Fitz. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> That'll be nah, nah. Don't lose a big thing, Nick, and if it's magic. Real talk, hold on. Who's their backup quarterback? Actually, whoever their backup quarterback is actually got arrested this past weekend. I actually did see that. Arrested for what? Uh, doing something. Uh, I forgot what he did. Who was that guy? I, I, I would have. I can't quarterback. Who was that? Who was that? I mean, he is their quarterback. Hold on. Let me I swear I saw this in the news. No, he's a backup. Who? Who? Luoletta? Little I don't, I don't, I don't Rest know. Rest oversleeping. <laughs> what? What are you arrested for? Hold on, click that. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta read Hold the on. news report. Hell, confirm what's my life. Dean spending a few hours in jail. What did he do? Two things for him. Was charged with looting police, obstructing <laughs> justice, and resisting arrest because people say he refused to get out of his vehicle to reduce his driving credential. What? Nah. And hold on, I'm sorry. I hope he's really not blaming that on trying to get the a one and eight Giants team on time, nigga. Like everybody late. They, they late to the games. They late to the film sessions. Like, what you speeding for? To get where? Like what? Damn. With the jersey, with with New Jersey popo, like yeah, how the state low, troopers. How low the Giants fall <laughs> when cops are arresting the backup quarterback <laughs> for trying to practice. Damn. 
Y'all got no pull. Y'all got no pull. You right. He was definitely like, nigga, where you going? Yeah. We we with you? Nah, you coming with us? Yeah, like nah, no bad. First of all, we don't believe a quarterback. Who are you? Like, wait, they got a back. The Giants got a back quarterback. Nah, nigga, you lying. You lying. Get 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 the squad call. Eli had to come get him personally. They was they was rest of Eli too. He went there. He busted both of them. He like get your ass out here too. For impersonating a fraud, <laughs> fraudulent behavior on the field. Oh man, this, 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 the Giants are a mess. Yeah, the Giants yeah. are a mess. They are one of the best. Yeah, they're definitely shows. the New Jersey Giants. You can't call yeah. them New York. Nah, they they want no parts of that. Want no parts Damn. of that in New York. <laughs> Damn. You know what? With that, we gonna take a quick. How you gonna arrest when you white and famous? <laughs> Damn. That's how you know. That's how you know it's bad. That's how you know it's bad. That's a black shit right there. Speeding and arrested? Yeah, they, cl- they clearly ain't buying none of this story. We gonna That's take, crazy. We gonna take a quick time out and be back, man. It's too cold. Man, don't back the fuck up. Don't play with me. I do you something dirty. You talk to me crazy. I do you something dirty. How I feel lately. I do you something dirty. I, some dirty. I wake up, the neighbors coming through bright and early. Whoa. That's Cartel ties and dope bars. Life is a movie and death is the co star. Mechanics of the game. Bandage trail foreigns in the lane. Two Coles Fantasy Show. Two boys are dubs. And this segment, Coles is going to talk about some persons of interest. Like I said, these are people that should be on your watch, your radar watch, not necessarily via waivers or acquisitions, but uh, more so trades, uh, acquisitions from other teams. You know, people you should go look to make some deals for. Coles, talk about them. So my first person of interest, back from the dead, back from the legit dead, my man Duke Johnson. Bro, you know how mad I was that I didn't get him on waivers. I just thought I was gonna get him. I don't know why I thought I was gonna get that. I didn't think any of y'all were actually gonna go after flop. <laughs> and I'm at those fucking who got him Castro. Castro fucking got him. Castro, man. My man Duke Johnson. Oh yeah, led the team in targets for the first time all season. Someone who wasn't named Landry led the team in targets. <laughs> but Duke Johnson definitely back with a new offensive coordinator. For some reason, uh, Todd Haley and um, Todd Haley a stink. Yeah, soon Todd Haley and fucking. Hugh. Which, and Hugh didn't like him. I, I'm not sure why. The man can catch the football. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> He's an easy throw to make. Struggling quarterbacks, the best throw you can make is the check down. I'm not sure why that's news, people, but... Yeah, for some reason he wasn't being used. But he is back. And hopefully you got him on the waiver line. Next person of interest. Mr. Marquise valdez Gentling. Oh, Lord. The man with many names. Many names, <laughs> but a lot of game. Many names, but a lot of game. Do I have the Allen Kid catch every pass? You sure? I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else has to catch the ball. And it looks like it's Mr. Uh, Marquise. You know, Randall Cobb wasn't getting say healthy. Never, ever. Never. Never, ever. Uh, the other dude, Geronimo went down. Yeah. Groin injury on the IR. T.Y.'s going. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. <laughs> no, you're right. No, you're right. Absolutely an uptick for Mr. Valdez Gantling. Marquez. My third person <laughs> is also from the Packers. Mr. Aaron Jones. Finally a freedom man. Season high, 14 attempts. Now, he did have fumble here, but 
I think Jamal Williams is done. A costly fumble, too. A very costly fumble. Now, hopefully that didn't scare McCarthy off of him, but I don't think it did. He was still productive. <laughs> Ooh, so at uh, 7.34 and some work in the passing game, too. No. He had 14 for 76. <laughs> and he had some uh, work in the passing game. Two catches for 10 yards. Solid seven points. Seven points. You against uh, who did he play against? He played against New England. Uh, Miami. Oh, yeah. Miami. Miami's terrible against the run. Expect a nice game from Mr. Aaron Jones this week against a bad Miami defense. And they're at home. So that home cooking, going back to Lambeau, you know, especially after the loss to the Patriots, hopefully that could, you know, get them going. My fourth person, a guy I dropped <laughs> because he wasn't playing, he was hurt, and because a guy named Ebron Stonehands was killing Jack Doyle back. And when Jack Doyle plays, your boy has eyes for Doyle. He, he, he loves Doyle. Loves Doyle. Like, he loves Doyle. Like, I never really thought that would have been... A reason for Ebron not to get those looks, but I think it is. Like he really loves this man. Like, an- that's pass. another bro connection. That's another just like yo, bro, 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 bro. Like, Ebron is now the pass. He's gone. It was a good run. He probably won some games. He probably won you some games. Ebron probably won you at least two, three games this year. But the time's over. The time's done. All good things come to an end. All good things come to an end. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> And my last person of interest, I know a lot of people use, a lot of people are saying John Ross. I mentioned him earlier in the podcast while I was talking about the uh, Bengals. I just don't, he's always hurt, always banged up. My person of interest is a guy from Washington, a man named Maurice Harris. Now, he's been a preseason darling for the last couple of years, but last week he showed up 10th, 124. What the hell? Yeah. Where was I at? Not looking for attention. What team is he on? Like what? I'm watching. I'm crazy. <laughs> Not league, I think. What the hell? I'll go. And, I'll go pick him up. I just literally had no one drop. I literally had no one drop. I was like, well, who am I gonna put? Who am I pick over over you? Yeah, no, I feel you. I wanted to pick you up. I didn't have anyone to pick to uh, to drop. So I didn't. He's on team dub now. It was between him. It was between him and Jalen Richard. And Jalen Richard is still leading target receiver on the team, so I was like, "Know what? I'm gonna keep it." <laughs> <laughs> and and a new receiver, a new quarterback, so we'll, I think even more check down passes for him. True. So that's why that's why I didn't make a move. But <laughs> I do like this guy, Maurice Harris. He's he's shown a preseason, preseason that he can play, and in one game of, of production because um, Crowder once again hurt. Typical. Maurice Harris showed up. Ten catches, one twenty four. I think he's a person that should be on people's rosters. Yeah, just picks him up. Oh yeah, no, certainly. <laughs> Had to pull the combs right there. Uh, no, that was that was awesome, and uh, thank you for that. Uh, and Coles, let's just jump right into it. Let me get your top five for this upcoming week ten, and uh, let's start off with the quarterbacks, man. I hate being a homer, but my homer versus Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I mean. Honestly, you could probably put Mahomes in any of our top threes for like the rest of the rest of the season. Like, I think he's gonna be a staple in the top three, like every year, every week, every week. He, there's no signs. There's literally no signs of him slowing down. There are weeks that you can debate other people. I think this week there's no debate. I think I think <laughs> he might have fifty again. Like, <laughs> yeah. the Cardinals, 
They might have. They might be winning thirty to two by halftime. Not half backs. By halftime. That is a fact. And you know what? It would be too easy to say Cream Hunt by running back. So I'm gonna go. Mr. Monday Night, Sikon Barkley versus the um, San Francisco, the awful San Fran defense. My receiver of the week, let's see here. Uh, let's see, look at the game real quick. Look at the NFL games. What games? What, 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 some stinkers here. That should be here. <laughs> he said some stinkers. Some stinkers here. Let's see. Yeah. Bills, Jets, nope. Jaguars, Colts, nope. Bears, Lions, nope. Saints, Bengals. I mean, if there's any stinker, I would say maybe Detroit, Chicago, simply because that's a divisional game. They tend to play each other tough. It's in Chicago. Uh, I'm not sure if Khalil Mack is actually coming back, but you know that game has potential to be a stinker if if Khalil Mack does come back and he's able to you know get some pressure. On uh, Mr. Stafford back there. No, no, no. We're going to go Julio Jones versus Browns. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to go Julio versus Browns. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a personal interest. Josh Gordon versus. Oh, Lord. Versus the uh, Tennessee Titans. Mr. I, I mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Malcolm Butler gets burnt once a game. Oh, bruh. Last week it was terrible. Like Amari Cooper, I mean on Monday night, Amari Cooper was looking like I don't even know. Like the way he was, Amari whoever Malcolm Butler was guarding last week cooked him. It's weekly. It it was really crazy last week, and like there was three specific plays, two of them by Amari and one by whoever the hell another receiver on Dallas is. I want to say maybe it was Gallup, but like oh no, I'm sorry, it was Hearns. Like goddamn, it's weekly. Like you're not trying to guard up. Weekly. Belichick, was Belichick going to some when he sat your ass in the Super Bowl? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Weekly. I don't know. Weekly. <laughs> that butler souffle is on the menu. Tight end. I'm going to go. I hate, I hate being a home again, boy. I got you. I got you once. Like, come you kill shit. Nah, no, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's too easy. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you know you want to. It's so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> I'm gonna say Jack Doyle. I think I'm gonna go Jack Doyle versus versus. Well, Jaguars play a tight end pretty good. They though. do play, yeah, they do play the tight end, but it's just their defense as a whole hasn't really hasn't been, been showing up. Yeah, they same same like Minnesota, like they're just not that staple powerhouse defense that you're like shook of when you see them on the schedule. I'm gonna go Zach Ernst versus Cowboys. That's fair. I'm going to go Zachary for Cowboys. I'm going to tie that for a week. I, I, I know it's going to be Kelsey, but I'm, I'm going to go Ernst. I'm going to say Ernst. Go say some words. That's so fake. <laughs> and who's your defense of the week, man? Oh, defense of the week. <laughs> I'm going Bears with Lions. Yeah? I think the Bears defense. I, unfortunately, I'm playing the Bears defense this week. <laughs> I mean, did you watch the Lions last week without Golden State? Is, Clem, is he even playing? Uh, there's well, they're they're practicing. They're back to practice, so we don't we don't know what uh we'll see uh come Sunday as far as game time decisions. But they are back in practice. You know what? Back and Allen Robinson. The Lions might have respect. Might have some respect for themselves. Maybe I would hope. But so. this Bill Jets game, there's no respect at all. Next game, <laughs> start both defenses. 
Peterman you're is right. You're right, Peterman is garbage. Uh, the no. backup, Derek Anderson, is a concussion. And the, the the starter, Josh Allen, is a hurt. So, they might put the coach back there. <laughs> I don't know who they play quarterback. They might put Joe Pye back there. You never know. Joe Pye makes up snaps. You never know. Yo, you're an asshole. <laughs> and on that side, uh, Darnold hurt there too. Hurt, yeah. So McCown back, which he's not. He's been he's been a, a respectable quarterback in the past. Last year, Oof, that's that's me. That's gonna be a game where you don't you, you when you're at a bar and the games are on. Like, can you please turn the game off, please? Turn <laughs> the game on. No one wants to see this game. No matter if you wear the uh, jersey of those respective New York teams. I don't right? care how, but the bigger Jets fan can't watch that game. Oh, you know they will. You know they will. Don't lose Jets. Don't Jets. Don't lose <laughs> to a concussed Derek Anderson or good God Peterman. <laughs> don't get Peterman a win. Oh Lord. You know what? If you're a GM, if 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 whoever beats you, Tabo gotta go the next day. It's gonna be a cloudy cloudy Monday. So <laughs> yeah, cloudy day when the gets fired. Oh shucks. Okay, that's that's a fair defense of the week. Imagine <laughs> so it's Jets and the Bills. You're just going with both. Yeah, both. Right? <laughs> Alright, I like that. I'm gonna go Jets. Like I'm gonna go Jets. I'm gonna go Jets. Are you gonna go, okay, a, a solid pick. Jets defense. I'm sure your brother would be proud. Jets defense. I, I just can't imagine anyone in the Bills doing anything. Yeah, like literally not even shady. Not <laughs> like not even shady. And that's sad. That's sad. That's even that is very sad to say, but all I'm saying is Todd Bowles, don't make me look stupid. Yeah, nah, Toddy, I need you, I need you to pull this through. Yeah, I need pull, you to pull, yeah. pull through, kid. <laughs> pull through. Like we 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 don't need this. Like, if you lose the game, don't, don't even don't even wait to don't get fired. You should resign. Yeah, you should resign. You like, go to the office. You put in your papers. Yeah. Like be be get on top of this. Be proactive. Like, I clearly not fit the coach team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't sit back and and just take this loss in stride and get it before. Don't even go to the podium. Like don't even do that after the game. Straight to the coach's office. Like yo, and you're at home, so you can't yeah. go straight to the coach's Word. office and handle your business, handle your papers. Yeah. Tell the team via text, via via tweet. Fellas, it's been a great run. Have fun. Yeah, it's been a great ride. I'm not a leader man. <laughs> I'm not a leader man. I'm losing. Obviously, obviously I'm not. I couldn't get you. I failed you. I couldn't get you over the hump. Versus this. If y'all lose the game, this, y'all, this, this this elementary version of a football team in the Buffalo Bills. If y'all lose the game, you, you you will also be named New Jersey Nets, uh, New, New, New Jersey uh, Jets. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah, we might just have to. We're gonna leave y'all right there in yeah. Jersey, yeah, in MetLife. Like, yeah, we'll we'll actually be content with that. Don't cross the bridge unless you're walking, JD style. <laughs> Ooh, you harsh, man. You harsh. <laughs> All right, with that, we are gonna take our last time out, and we're gonna be back. Two close friends, so man. Bandage trail foreigns in the lane. If they heard that the driver is getting cooked off, we be in the part of the party that gets roped off. Mingle with the plug of the judge and knock them both off. Questions that we asking ourselves, having to smoke off. Spending money that's unaccounted for. If you scared to party with gangsters, what you around us for? We do what we want, my nigga. We get around the law. Yeah, it's bubble whips and square links. What up, folks? Boy Johnny Desmond was that. Uh, right now, my boy Coles is going to talk a little playoff strategy. We're in week 10, three weeks away from the start of the playoffs, week 13. And, oh, no, I'm sorry. Week 14 is the first week of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So we're three weeks out from that. Depending on your league. Depending three on your league, yeah. Could be. Yeah, you're right, which would be a little weird. Well, by our standards. But, you know, with the playoffs coming up, the playoffs approaching, 
very soon. You should you should do some things to get your team equipped for this playoff run if you are in the running uh, or still in playoff contention. These are some things, some strategies, uh, you know, just some some maneuvers you would want to make or consider making. So, Coles, take it away, brother. Um. Okay. So, depending on your league, let's say six and three. The, at the at the very least, six and three is looking at you're someone who's pretty much penciled in the in the in the, in the, in the playoffs. Anything higher than that, you're pretty much in seven two eight and one nine and zero. Oh. You're if you're seven two, you're in the playoffs. Eight and eight and zero, oh, eight and one, or nine and zero, oh, you're in the playoffs. So I'll say six and three is the cutoff, which I just it's advice applies to you. This is the time that okay, the guys you have currently got you to where you are. Now it's time to look into players that have preferable fantasy schedules. This is a time where you might want to move someone that has been playing well, has value, but can be moved for another player that has value as well, but has a good week 13, 14, and especially 15 in the playoffs in the championship that you need. Um... Another thing you might want to look at right now. This is a time of year where if you have, and this only applies about four running backs. If you have a running back who is a target monster, it is time to look into the handcuff. I'm not, see, I know a lot of people talk about handcuffs. I'm not big on weights and roster spots. I'm not big on having handcuff all year. If you have Cream Hunt, there's no reason why you need to have Spencer Hunt in week two. Spencer Ware, yeah. <laughs> but as an owner of Cream Hunt, I did pick up Spencer Hunt, this, uh, Spencer Ware. I used my waiver pick this, uh, this week on Spencer Ware. It is now time where, okay, if Cream Hunt goes down, I want to have Spencer Ware. Um, who else is in this situation? Melvin if Melvin Gordon goes down, I want also Eckler. If um, Todd, I think his name is Marlon Brown. If Todd Gray goes down, I want Marlon Brown. Yeah. And I think let's see, I think there might be one more. Um, Who's Saquon's back up? I don't know. Well, actually, no. That Saquon's going to be playing regardless, simply because they have no chance of making it. Yeah, home, so yeah. I'm sorry about that. He's no, still listen, playing. Um, How do you feel about Kamara? I mean, Kamara would Mark Ingram Mel- technically be his handcuff? Well, the problem with that is Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram is not on the on the waiver line. That that is true. That is true. he should be owned right now. <laughs> But, well, but I mean, is that somebody that you would look to maybe acquire well, I mean, via trade? He's sitting there to get a handcuff. Oh, like, I mean, like, as a handcuff moving forward, like for myself, who is a Camara owner, like would it be wise for me to move forward and try to acquire Mark Ingram in a trade as that handcuff? So using your team, right? The, it's tricky with you because yeah, right now you're still in. It's an anomaly. I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the race. Yeah, you need to win. You need to win. I'm in the rat race. So <sighs> you can't really give like, like for instance, like Mark Ingram isn't a bum. I would say no. if I had Mark Ingram, I'll probably want Marvin Jones back. Yeah, or probably, yeah. Maybe OJ Howard or someone that I can use. So you don't want to give up too much for a handcuff because, like I said, it's literally only usable if someone gets hurt. Yeah, and it's a big if sometimes, especially exactly. with these players. I mean, big if, big if. So that's my second uh, piece of advice. So my first piece of advice was look at people who have good. Uh, Playoff schedules. My second advice is if you have one of those running backs that dominate the target share, look into it's, it's now time to look into their handcuff. 
And my third piece of advice for people who are solidified in playoffs, it's now time to maybe tweak your roster a little bit. If you see, and I'm not saying make a huge trade now. I'm saying if you see a slight upgrade you can make, if you have a weak spot on your flex maybe, you gotta get a, a maybe another upgrade, it's now time to do that. It's now time to, uh, as I say, to um, hawk on the worst, the worst teams or or the guys who are clone to get in the playoffs. If you can offer a player who's producing now, and they and someone who needs to get a player is a player who's not producing right now, but you think has value later on, it's time to now pluck those players <laughs> away from them. Guys that they probably do want to keep, but isn't in their best interest to have. I want to call this scavenger hunting. <laughs> this is the time to scavenger hunt. You have two more weeks into the, um, the fancy deadline, trade deadline. It is now time to be a scavenger hunter. This is where at 7-2, 6-3, 81-9-0, where you can pull off the lopsided trades because they have players that they necessarily won't be using anytime soon. Um, who's someone that comes to mind? A It's probably a little late, but you probably should have went after Dalvin Cook last week. Because if someone who's someone who needs to win can use Dalvin Cook now, but if you would have, if you used before, you probably got before. Or someone like Aaron Jones, who is starting to get an uptake in, in targets. Um, someone like Rob Gronkowski, who has a very, very favorable playoff schedule. Yeah, will he be around for it though? That's, that's I a, think he will be. So is the question with that back and shoulder and hip and groin and foot and forearm and elbow. Finish. You're right. <laughs> Guess what? Plastic man but over Grunk here. Usually, it's hurt in the middle of the season. You're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the Patriots do a good job of having available for them when they need when it counts. Yeah, absolutely. These are kind of players that haven't produced to the draft selection, or someone like AJ Green just went down. Who? A team might, a team who is clawing for the playoffs might have them. And it's time to go, hey, can you afford to wait two weeks for him to come back? Probably not. Pluck. <laughs> you pluck them. <laughs> for, for, obviously not for, for street value. But you're plucking them. You're a scavenger. So those are my, those are my three, my three uh, key ingredients advice for teams that are looking swell, that are feeling good about themselves, it's time to be aggressive. Now, now is not the time to take, to take your foot to the gas. Now the time to complete the task. Don't put your foot to the gas. Complete the task. That's cute. And with that, I mean, that, there's no better way to end the show on that note. I'll be your boy Johnny Dubs. I'm boy Clooney. That was a two cold fantasy show, baby. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bar in the weights, then I'm doing the stairs. They say the Lord only knows what I do to my peers. Trying to smoke, sell juice, and pursue my career. So I keep a tight circle, I don't move with the squares. Rock a rugby like pool, but put two in your ear. If you ain't qualified to kill, you should move to the rear. I'm from Yonkers, had to learn to conquer my fears. In the 
performing Had to learn to conquer the gears It's the kick drum, yeah, it's attached to the snare I turn the gap to the back, then I crack your veneers Niggas stagnated on the block, trapping for wheels I'm in the mansion upstate, out back with the deers, nigga, nigga